Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Garden Report. I am Jared Weiss, and I'm surrounded by my friend Michael Pina of Bleacher Report, who is looking really, really uncomfortable and wanting to get the hell out of here because the Celtics somehow played a game today despite the absolutely miserable weather outside, although we're kind of used to it in Boston. But they beat the New Orleans Pelicans today, and this show, of course, is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. The easiest way to get someone hired is to go to ZipRecruiter and post your job to over 200 job boards for free. You go to ZipRecruiter.com slash sports fans, and don't forget our friends at Blue Apron, blueapron.com slash garden report for three free meals and free shipping. Now that we have paid the bills, let's talk about Marcus Smart, who really earned his salary tonight, although it's not that big of a salary, but he had the very, I'm sorry, the second 25-5 game of his career. He was phenomenal in the first half. He was the one that kind of pushed the Pelicans to bay, and then eventually Isaiah Thomas just smothered them in the ocean. But first, let's talk about Marcus. I'm on fire tonight. So why was Marcus on fire tonight? Well, he's obviously not a superb three-point shooter tonight. I believe he was five for seven beyond the arc. That was impressive. He got into the paint and uh, finished, drew fouls, which he doesn't normally do. So all that was really good to see. Um, Provided the typical uh, fantastic defense that he's known for. Uh, And what I took away, uh, honestly, was a lineup that Brad played tonight where it was smart, Horford, um, Crowder and Jaylen. Crowder, Jalen, and and Amir, and Amir, and the that jumbo. that that lineup is key because it's so big and they can also switch. And the downside is obviously Isaiah is not on the floor and he is their best scorer and their best offensive player. But when Marcus Smart is uh, creating for others and scoring himself, you can play that lineup and be effective on both ends. So I thought that that lineup was really interesting to see. And I know that Avery Bradley obviously didn't play tonight, so that was a big factor and a reason why that lineup played. But I thought that it was uh, a really intriguing thing to look forward to in the future. Plus, they have a mirror to stretch the floor anyway, right? So He is a knockdown three-point shooter. Yes. He really is. He's, he's a knockdown, all right. Three-point shooter, I don't know about that. But what was fun to watch about that lineup was that I remember we were sitting next to each other, and the first thing you said when they brought out that lineup is, how are they going to score? And... Pretty much everybody scored in that lineup. Horford, who had a really bad shooting night, I think he might have scored while they were running that lineup. Mm-hmm. And Amir, three for eighteen tonight. Yeah, yeah, not pretty. But that was that was part of when Marcus really caught fire there. They tonight was one of those nights where maybe because of the competition, they were able to kind of experiment and it worked. 
Marcus was hot from deep. Isaiah caught fire late in the game. What I really liked, liked though, was that they were making Marcus do everything on both ends of the court. Defensively, he had to guard Anthony Davis in the post a few times. He caught a lot of guys on switches. They were switching everything tonight. I think even sometimes when they didn't want to have to switch everything, they ended up switching everything. Uh, but Davis said after the game that he got fouled on those plays against Smart. I'll have to go back and watch the replay, but we're gonna. I'm going to assume that Davis was a little bit biased in that comment. So what did you see out of Smart playing defense down low tonight? Well, sure, he's incredibly physical i think he is probably the best or one of the best uh, defenders at his position in terms of his ability to switch guard those big guys we've seen it before with paul Millsap and chris Porzingis. those are the big ones that a lot of people like to point to but you're right to point out anthony davis he did a great job and offensively you know in just about every lineup that the celtics played tonight i noticed that or this is kind of a season-long trend but just their ability for everyone on the team to drive and kick and keep the ball moving, and they did a great job of that tonight. And I'm not sure how many threes that they made tonight. I know it was a ton, and they keep making threes, and it is a big reason why they won the game tonight. So it's a stat you've probably heard a lot if you watch this show lately. They had 18 threes tonight. They, uh, they, that's a lot. So they are – that's four games with 17 threes in a row. They are one shy of the NBA record, which is done was done actually by the Houston Rockets earlier this year in December. So they're close to making NBA history. They'll be going against Toronto to try to pull that off. Then they'll be back in the Garden on Wednesday against the Washington the Wizards, Wizards yes. with a chance to get that NBA record. So that'll be interesting. Thank you to Basketball Reference for those stats. So we're going to come back in part two, and we will talk about Isaiah Thomas – Who's good at basketball? This is the Garden Report. We'll be right back. This is Jared Weiss of the Garden Report, and our opening segment is powered by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. The Blue Apron mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more substantial and sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Did you know that cooking together builds strong family bonds? Research even shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often, but now for less than $10 per meal, which is actually a lot less than I spend per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals in time for the holidays. You can check out this week's menu. I mean, I prepared a roasted pork and braised cabbage with barley and glazed apples dish and even did a Thai green coconut curry dish as well. So don't hesitate. Go to blueapron.com slash garden report to claim your three free meals and free shipping. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So do not wait. And again, that is blueapron.com slash garden report. One word, garden report. Blue Apron, the perfect holiday gift. Welcome to part two of the Garden Report, powered by ZipRecruiter and our friends at Blue Apron. Let's talk about IT4, which is what his real name is, Isaiah Thomas, who was having a solid game, and then the fourth quarter happened, really the late fourth quarter happened, and he went absolutely crazy. He ends up with 38 points. Just talk about Isaiah Thomas, please. You know, it's so funny Brad Stevens' post-game press conference. Questions are being asked about Marcus Smart, who we just talked about, um, the defense, um, lineups that were being played. Three-point shooting records. Three-point shooting records. And then someone asked about Isaiah, who had 38 points, 17 in the fourth, on nine shots. 
and Brad's just like, I don't know what to say because he's doing this every night. And he is. He's doing this every night. It's just, you know, there's so many great offensive players in the NBA right now. Westbrook, Harden, and Thomas is, you know, he's an offensive superstar. He is unstoppable. Uh, defenses around the league are blitzing him, trying to get the ball out of his hands. He will either hit the open man and kick the ball out, and the Celtics will have an open three, or he will get his way to the basket somehow, some way, finish or draw a foul. He is incredible. I don't know. I'm with Brad. I don't know what else to say. Well, you left out the most important part of Brad's story, which is that he said, I can't, or I think he said the epitome of Isaiah's game is that he's been doing this so much that it was like the fifth or sixth question yeah. that a reporter asked in the press conference. So, yeah, I mean, it's part two of our video. Isaiah scoring 38 is kind of buried beneath it's an the lead now. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He's good at shooting the ball. And I, one thing that. I marveled over was the one specific layup he had where he drove in on Dante Cunningham, went like across the paint and then spun around. And Cunningham is what, 6'11 in stilts? I don't know exactly how tall he really is, but more like 6'8, but we'll let it slide. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Big guy. And Isaiah is, you know, giving up a foot to him. And Isaiah, he spins around him digs his his shoulder into Cunningham to keep him underneath the rim and then just like stretches his arms completely sideways. He shoots these hook shot, shot uh, sh- hook shots in the lane kind of unlike anybody else in the game, although I'd say Russ is really good at that as well. But Isaiah is so tiny yet he's able to create so much space for himself. It he's is just amazing so, to see what he did tonight. He's so crafty and the, the shots in the paint are tremendous. Um, the spin move that we tweeted about baseline, that had yeah. us literally dizzy. I got uh, vertigo from that. It was nauseating. Uh, that was an incredible play. Um, probably the most impressive thing for me, though, was um, Langston Galloway, Pelicans guard, was on fire in the fourth quarter. And it looked like the Celtics were going to blow out the Pelicans tonight, but he went off and cut it to 10 with four or five minutes to go. And then... Once the score was at 10, Isaiah came down, hit two straight threes, pushed it to 16, and the game was basically over. Yeah, IT loves just responding to people. He claps back. That's how he plays the game. He loves it. And he thrives on it. And it's great when another team shooter starts hitting shots. He's like, all right, my turn. And he usually has a shot when it's his turn. He's very good. He's good. He's good. So that's going to do it for us of the monotone edition of the Garden Report. I'll be back with my voice intact on Wednesday against the Wizards for ZipRecruiter and Blue Apron for Jeremy behind the camera and Michael Pina on my side. A little tap there. It's probably going to be horrible for the listeners, but hey, it's fun for me. This is the Garden Report on CLNS Radio. Stay on this YouTube playlist and you will hear from the likes of Anthony Davis, Isaiah Thomas, Donatus Matiunas, who made his return to the NBA tonight. We didn't even talk about that. And he was fantastic, yeah, too. But I talked to Donatus after the game, so you can check that out on our YouTube playlist, which is on CLNS or wherever the heck you're watching this. So good night, and we will see you on Wednesday. <laughs> He looked, he, he didn't look like either. I mean, what did you think of just the way he played in his first game here? He played well. Um, he came and gave us some huge minutes. Uh, contributed very well. Um, so we know that's his first game. He's going to continue to get better and better, continue to learn our offense. Um, continue to find his big role in our system and with this team. So um, overall, we think he played really well. Coach talked about how, you know, obviously he's got more ground to cover in terms of basketball shape and stuff like that, but 
I mean, did you did you feel like? I mean, you've you played against him before. You feel like tonight he just showed he shows a lot of stuff of how how well he knows how to play. He's yeah, smart. I mean, he knows the game. You know, he has some great passes, um, great moves in the post, uh, the three. So, um, so we see the potential. You know, but we haven't played since April. So he has long he has long way to go. You know, and uh, long way to learn our system, long way to get back into game shape. So. Uh, you know, we know we gotta be patient with him, but at the same time, you know, it's on him to, you know, try to, you know, make that ground up as soon as possible. What did you think? Um, what did you think? Kind of turned the momentum of the game. It seemed like the first half, you guys were by ten, and I thought you guys played well in the first half, and then. We just had unforced turnovers. Um, we took a lot of bad shots. We wasn't moving the basketball, and um, they came down and capitalized. Um, you know, on, each, on each bad shot that we took or turnover that we made, so um, we can't afford to turn the ball over. Especially when we playing so well, we just got to continue to move the basketball. Um, you know, the ball was sticking on one side of the floor. You know, no pass shot, one pass shot, and um, you know that's not the type of team we are. You had a few post-ups on Marcus Smart. Smart was able to get a stop on you, and he's been able to defend a lot of guys that are a foot taller than him. What does he do that makes him effective on the low block? Uh, I got fouled on that play. I think I remember. Um, you know, but he's physical, you know, but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't enough today. You know, I think he did, you know, um, one time I think, I think I got fouled, and then the other time I made it. When the Drews are also really physical guard, is able to guard bigger guys. I mean, what do, what do guards nowadays need to do when they have to deal with guys like you that are both really powerful and extremely athletic and can play with the ball anywhere on the court? Yeah, make them shoot over the top of you, that's it. I mean, try to hold your ground, make them take a tough shot. Coach, Marcus has had a nice little stretch of, of shooting of late over the last couple of weeks, but he's also been just orchestrating the offense at a high level. What would you say just about the pace that he's playing with at the offensive end of late? Uh, yeah, he's played well, and I think he's played well on both ends. I think he's been one of our better defenders, um, which he should be. I mean, he's he is one of our better defenders. Um you know, at least uh, throughout time. But, um, yeah, he's playing good. How much do you think that this stretch is in relation to him having the ball in his hands more? It just seems like he's really mentally going with the point guard mindset when he goes into every game. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I think he's, you know, he played off the ball some with Isaiah tonight, so I don't know that that would be um, as probably much with the ball as, as some other nights. But, you know he's in a he is in a good rhythm and he's playing well and we need him too because he's you know he's a guy we're really counting on to do that. Coach, uh, you guys got off to a little bit of a slow start, but then you you guys turned it around fairly quickly after that. What, from your perspective, was the key to you guys kind of getting on track and playing the way we've seen you play these last few games? Yeah, I mean we were so stagnant offensively. We had 15 points at the two minute mark in the first quarter, or three minute mark, and then the rest of the game we moved it and and. Uh, found the right spots and created driving lanes with cuts and just played at a different level from an execution standpoint. How much would you attribute that to just not having Avery, who's always moving without the ball, you know, at both ends of the floor for you guys? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, anytime you don't have one of your really good players, you're going to miss him. But um, I thought we were just stagnant regardless. I thought that, uh, you know, they would they were just switching and we were just allowing their switching to take us out of what we wanted to do, and we attacked it way better in the last 40 minutes of the game. Brett, Marcus 
works really hard in this game. I mean, he's a tireless worker, practice after practice, working with the younger guys. It just seems like games like this, it, it, it's kind of due to happen as, as hard as he works. Do you sense that, that he's coming close to a breakthrough? Like yeah, see, see, I don't really look at it from that standpoint because I know what he does to help you win. Like, he, he could not score a point. He could miss eight shots and not make any, and he could still have a positive impact on winning. So, you know, I don't really look at it as a breakthrough or not. Uh, offensively, certainly, uh, I believe in him shooting the right shots and making them, and uh, it's been good that he's found a, um, a niche um, in the post against smaller guys and then also – um, has found good spots to take and make those threes. Brad, over the last week, the team's shooting at a nearly unprecedented rate from three in NBA history. What, besides the fact that the shots are actually falling, you're getting hot, is working execution-wise to get those good looks? Well, the two or three weeks before, we were doing the same thing, and we weren't shooting it very well. And we talked about those will come back. We'll, we'll make a few of those now. Um, just kind of the way the world works. and. Um, sometimes you make them, sometimes you don't, but you always try to focus on doing everything you can to get the right shot. And, again, I thought the this game was a great example of that. The first 10 minutes we were super stagnant and not moving the ball and um, easy to guard. And then after that we were much more difficult. Uh, Brad, these uh, Isaiah now in two games, when Avery's been out, he's actually scored 90 points in those two games. Uh, just... You know, he looks pretty comfortable and more of a – obviously you guys have put him off the ball a lot, but just for him to be able to break out that much in more of a primary two role. Yeah, I mean, he play, played probably um, – you know, I was hoping that when we put him in at the, start of the, at the start of the fourth or whatever that we would be able to play him eight minutes or so and bring him out. So he played a ton of minutes, but he's really efficient. He's playing great. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know what else to say. You know, it talks about how good he's playing, that he's the sixth question, right, or fifth question that you asked, and he's got 38 points on 13 of 24 shooting. Um, pretty good. Special player. He's special because you, he has the things you can't teach. Um, and when he when when he has the full package, he's he's, he's a he's a tough guard to to handle. And when he plays like that, we uh, I bet we win 100% of the time because he he puts so much pressure on the D when he's making the shots, and then on on the defensive end, he's just he's a monster on that end. Let's talk about the offensive team. You guys are For sure. I mean, everybody's playing with confidence. Everybody's in the right spots. And for the most part, they're getting the shots they work on. And um, that's what Coach always talks about, just shooting, shooting your shot with confidence or making a play for somebody else. And we've been doing that in the wins we've had lately. Isaiah, there were a couple of times earlier in the season where you guys were coming up short in the situation. You were kind of at a loss for words trying to explain what was going on. What's been, what's been different in terms of this last run you guys have been kind of together? Um, first off, we're healthy. Every other than Avery doing that, but we're, <laughs> we're, um, we're playing on both ends of the floor. I mean, we haven't had a complete game where we played a really good defensive game, but for the most part, we're close. 
And when we play at a high level on the defensive end, it, it makes it so much easier on the offensive end because everybody has gotten better from, from last year to this year. So. Yeah, I mean, when guys are shooting with confidence and knocking you down, um, makes and misses are contagious. So, so when we're making them, it seems like everybody's feeling it and, and doing what they're supposed to do. So we're, we're at a good a good place right now, and we just got to keep it going. They always seem to want to take as many D's as much as possible. Nah. <laughs> when he makes one, he's on fire. So, so, so we know when he makes that one, he's going to shoot the next one. But uh, he's been shooting it well. And when he plays like he did tonight, I mean, we got to just keep feeding him. There are a lot of guys that don't take that shot at the end of the like quarter, or yeah. shot clock, whatever it is. He always fires it. Uh, he, he like myself. I, I, I feel like I got a chance of making any shot. So, But Marcus usually makes the ones where it's from, from a half quarter or the end of the shot clock. And we always joke around with him about that because he shoots a high percentage of those. Being healthy, has that allowed guys to kind of find and settle into their roles? For sure, um, it's, it's, it's allowing everybody to know what their role is, allowing everybody to know what they bring to this team. And um, being healthy is great for us because we're, I mean, for the most part, we're playing at the level we, we need to be playing to, to be a really good team. Off the bench, what about the game told you that your team did that from you? Um. You know, we, we started slow tonight, and, you know, we needed our bench to give our starters a lift. Um, you know, they've been doing great you know, the last you know, bunch of games, and it's starting us off good. But, you know, on a back-to-back, it was, we started a little slow, and, we you know, we knew as the bench that we needed to come and give them a lift. With a guy like Anthony Davis protecting the rim, how important is it to stretch out that defense? I mean, it's huge. Uh, you know, they're, t- they're a tough team. Um, you know, they got, like you said, him in there blocking shots and stuff. But you got to get movement. you got to get them multiple roles and, and spread the floor. I mean, I think so. I mean, it's we're playing to our strengths and we're taking what the defense gives us. Um, you know, it's we don't have a lot of guys like throwing the ball in and posting up 10, 12, 15 times a game. Um, so, you know, we're a lot of movement, a lot of ball screens, make guys help, draw and kick, and uh, knock down shots. No, he's been unbelievable. Yeah, his, you know, his way, his maneuvering of the pick and roll has been unbelievable the last, you know, last month for sure. Um, you know, just you know, creating plays for other guys, making guys help, addition, guys can make extra passes. He's, uh, you know, really dissected them really well, and I think. You know, he's made a huge stride in that in that sense, and you know that's what we need from him. Obviously, everyone around the league knows that he's a great defensive player. Where can his reputation get to as an all-around player? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he came in as a point guard, and you know, he's now showing that he's you know a legitimate point guard, being able to pass the ball and shoot the ball, and you know, he's shooting the ball consistently now, and it's it's been really good for us. You guys have shot better than fifty percent from three these last four games. Is it contagious? Yeah, yeah, threes are more contagious than the flu, (laughs) which is pretty contagious at this point. Um, But, you know, when guys are knocking down threes and making extra passes, you know, you feed off that as an offense. And, you know, like you said, it is contagious and, you know, makes your team feel good, gives you a little boost. Um, just to bring it early, you know, uh, Avery Bradley was out, 
and uh, you know, <clears throat> it's a it's a tough game. You know, it's snowing outside. The, the weather got everybody, you know, kind of in a in a lazy mood, and we had to bring our own energy tonight. You know, uh, the crowd woke up and, and they got us into it. And, and I just knew, um, with that being said, you know, that we need to come out early. Was defense fueling your offense, though? Uh, yes, it was. You know, we, once we start getting stops and, and uh, the floor started opening up for me and for this team, you know, Al hit some key shots. Amir was doing a great job inside. You know, we were punishing the switches and we were making the right plays. Do you feel that things are starting to click for you on, on both ends of the floor? Uh, I do. You know, uh, I'm playing some of the best defense that I've played, you know, my whole career. And, uh, you know, this team did a really good job of moving the ball on the offensive end. And, you know, with a guy with Isaiah, he takes uh, everybody's, you know, is looking at him and, and all eyes on him. You know, it's opening the floor for me and other guys. In terms of you, Mark, is this kind of fill whatever role you're asking for, whether it's point guard, offensive yeah, anything I could do to help my team win, you know, I I don't think my I, I like to think myself as a, just a basketball player. I don't really think I'm a I have a true position. It's kind of hard just because of the things that I can do and my ability. So you know that that keeps me on the court and, uh, and you know I, my offensive game is starting to come along a little bit and I just keep playing defense and, and things like that is gonna help this team win. In, ter- in terms of all three in particular, do you feel like you're seeing the basketball? Yeah, I mean, I've been in the gym, um, putting the work in and, and sticking with it. Things are starting to click. Marcus, not, not only the shooting, but the passing, just the way you've played point guard over the last month or so. What has sparked this offensive kind of resurgence? I'm just playing. You know, coach is uh, giving me a little more. Uh, you know, leeway with the ball. You know, uh, you know Isaiah's our primary ball handler, uh, especially in that first group and sometimes when I'm in. But, you know, uh, uh, we, we've been doing really good at making sure, you know, you know, with me and the ball being a bigger guard, I keep guys on my hips. And, you know, Isaiah playing off the ball is hard for a lot of guys to help and, and it opens the floor for a lot of other guys. When was the last time you felt a shooting rhythm like you did tonight? Not since we played in Washington. I got hot there. Um, that's probably the last time I could say. Before yeah, tonight, your three-point attempts had been down for a little while. Is there something you're focusing on there with your shot selection? Yeah, just making sure I take open shots. You know, a lot of my shot selection and a lot of my, my percentages because I'm getting the ball late with late shot clock, you know, those late heaves, and, and you know, obviously it's gonna bring my shot down. You know, the chances of those going in are very high, so you know. I just tried to cut down on those and make sure we get a great shot every time. Are you aware that you're among the league leaders in heaves? I'm sure I am. I tend to find myself with the ball less than five seconds under the shot clock. You, you don't hesitate letting it fly either when it, when it comes to you. Nah, it's, I mean, you know, uh, it goes in, it goes in. You don't, don't you know, you got to get a shot off. It has to hit the rim, give, give your uh, team another possession. So. Is that something you can start working on in the gym? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I should. I should. Uh, this is the highest points you've scored in a home game. Did that? What did it feel like in front of these fans? Feel good. Feel good to come out here and do that. You know, I've had high, uh, high point games on the road, but not in front of this home fan. You know, I love every minute. Thanks, Mark.
you know, kind of about a 500 team. You guys had some injuries, but you kind of had a couple of holes to hunt for the those injuries. How have you guys in this last stretch of the 112 kind of survived? We had other guys stepping up. We had Gerald coming off the bench, you know, bringing in some key minutes, you know, scoring the ball and playing some good defense. We had Terry coming off the bench and picking guys up through the court and, and changing the intensity of the game. And, you know, other guys off the bench like Jonas and Kelly, and, you know, they, they've been picking us up. That, uh, that second unit has been picking us up uh, this whole year, and, and especially with injuries. They've been stepping up to, to, to fulfill that, that, that role that we had, and, and it's been working for us.